right here on my forehead in the middle. You may notice it. Can you? No. I was walking up the stairs, concrete stairs with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And I, being defiant and thinking that I could just get ahead of myself, I can walk by myself. I snatched my arm away from her and like tried to tu and tumbled up the stairs literally and my head met the concrete for the first time and like, yeah. yeah. That's Instant Blood. karma for that ass. She's grenade from Grenada, so it's no hospital. It's like just, just have a sardine no. and drink some ginger beer, and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. eh, eh. You're not going to the hospital. No. You're not. No. You're not nah. That's funny. Unless you're not. <laughs> And unless you have died. Exactly. That's usually it's about the exactly. time. And certainly out. not if you're the one who got yourself into this shit to exactly. begin with. Exactly. This is the right. truth. It's like, like you're going to learn this lesson. The hard as way. As you bleed out. When we were younger, my cousin, we were playing softball at the Boys and Girls Club. Mm. And my cousin... For some reason, whenever when she went to catch the ball, she put her hand up before it got in the glove. So it hit her finger and it actually broke her oh. finger. So she was like screaming and cutting up. And when she came home, my grandfather, he yelled at her. Someone said, you embarrassed the family. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and no, but wait, he made a splint out of blinds. Wow. <laughs> wow. And her like finger is crooked. Like best material. Her like finger is crooked to this day. Her finger is crooked to this day. If you have to, to have a home. Oh I would have thought some like wood chips or something. Nah, he knew what he was doing. He's like, this is how we do he it. He literally cut like just a little, like you see those little pieces of lines missing? They're cutting. somebody's finger splints. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. They I, literally are. Yeah. Wait, that's literal. <laughs> wow. What's your childhood scar? Um. Oh, mine I, okay. was my forehead scar though. That was my cousin's. Oh wait, but... your forehead scar. So yeah. not your eyebrows. No, we were just talking about that. But what's mine your forehead is, scar? It's from a car accident. I have like a moon-shaped scar on my forehead, yeah, and I had to that. get stitches. Oh, that's ethereal. Yeah, I don't mind driving? it though. No, I was young. Was it was like my mom's birthday. We mm. were going to get her gifts, and it was my mm. older sister's boyfriend at the time who was driving. But he didn't. He didn't do anything. It was like it had just rained for the first time in Lithonia in a while, mm -hmm. so the roads were slick. So somebody behind, like a few cars behind us, all ran into each other and they hit us, and we hit the person. You know, Ooh. it was like a chain reaction mm -hmm. kind of thing. A pile up? Is that what they call it? It wasn't a pileup, but it was a. I wouldn't call it a pileup. Oh, okay. We weren't. No, it wasn't oh, like okay. a final destination scene. <laughs> no. That's what I'm. When that's you what say, I'm when when you say pileup, you think of like final cars on top of yeah. each other. Or when you say pileup, you're like, thinking just. Yeah, oh. she's thinking piles of cars. Oh no no no. no. <laughs> what was crazy was my mom and my aunt were two cars behind the accident, so they Ooh. actually were on the scene when like I was getting out of the car and somebody happened to be a doctor and she was running over to help and stuff and I like I didn't feel it because Blood I don't know. Awful. But there's blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Blood <laughs> For the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine. So I have this scar on my lip <clears throat> that I think is my like most talked about scar, but I actually don't remember it. You know okay. what I mean? So How did like, it happen? My mom dropped me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she no, I'm was just, like bouncing kidding. me on the bed and I bounced, like she missed me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. To catch me. But that's not the one I remember. That's just the one that like people point out to me most and that my family mentions to me most. I don't mm. even think I realized it was a scar. Really? Like I maybe just thought it was like a birthmark or like very normal. I did not think it was a scar like, until just you like just said it. I've known you so, I look, yeah, like nothing, I never thought it was a scar, honestly. Yeah. 
It's okay. Spiral. I barely but even noticed it. My, the one that I remember is I have like some tiny little marks on my hands and my aunt was trying to get me to like sit on a skateboard at a, at the top of the hill okay. in your neighborhood. The water. I used to do that kind of stuff. And no she words. was like, it's fine. And I was like terrified. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Like literally screaming and fighting. And she made me do it. Black ass people. They will do that shit. Like push you, push Yo, you, push you. And I'm of course dead. I like resisted and like, you know what I mean? And I like rolled. Oh, no. It was terrible. I was the top of the hill. The hill. And, but people used to do that. I was one of those. I was one of those. I cried. into something? She, no, no. I, I just stop. rolled oh, until wow. I stopped. <laughs> like, and I was going hella fast because at some point I was still on the skateboard. Like, the initial, mm. you know. Yeah. Wow. It was oh, hilarious. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I think if, if you didn't hesitate... It probably yeah, might but have that's just the thing. It's like know. I was so scared. She shouldn't have made me do it. No, she shouldn't have talked about me. that. That was yeah. victim shaming just then. I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you think I would never. I used to go down hills fearlessly, but I would never force no. anybody who didn't no, want to. No, I didn't want to. Because you're gonna get hurt. Right. <laughs> Why would it have turned out differently if she didn't hesitate? I don't. I mean, I think when you are afraid, you do tense up a lot, I and agree. so I think if she might have been like just, more loose and like mm-hmm. gone with it it might not have i mean the same thing like learning how to ride a bike mm-hmm. like you're gonna be fine but because you're like tense right but you shit. do those things you face your fears when you're ready when you're ready exactly. this is where it was wrong <laughs> yeah she, you were she like, no there business. was there would there was no option for me to not tense up because i was scared of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now you have all these physical scars yeah Aww. what about swimming do you face your fears when you're ready because i just remember being tossed in the pool same that's a that's no I learned. and i still don't know how to swim wow i was truthfully i can like doggy paddle like i can jump into like, a deep oh. like body of water and not drown but i wouldn't say that i can like oh yeah baby yeah do laps around like, the pool <laughs> do when we say can you swim are we asking can you like Tread. Form. Have, do like, you have form? Will you or drown you or will you drown? live? Yeah, will you it's drown? a possibility I may drown. We can all I swim feel underwater, yes? Yes. yes. Okay. That's <laughs> what I That's consider swimming. swimming. <laughs> underwater, normal. Yeah. Anyway. Normal is Have underwater? we all talked about our stars? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait. I don't know. I'm trying to think childhood. I don't think I have any scars on my face. Mm-hmm. But I have a scar like on my arm that I got from a car door. It was my sister's prom day. And so everyone's like rushing around for her. I get out the car and like the tip of the door just jams into my arm. And was I, there blood everywhere? Blood, no, there was literally blood. This is a glory podcast. <laughs> the, the title of this episode is Blood Everywhere. <laughs> it's Valentine's, Valentine's Day Massacre. Day. Yes. <laughs> I like it. There was blood everywhere, but because, like, same thing, like, they're like, okay, well, we'll just, like, put a Band-Aid on it. You know, we have things to do. So now I have, like, a huge, ugly scar because of it. Like... Mm. I'm sure if I got stitches right away, things would have been fine, but... This conversation just made me so grateful for all of my friends who work in the medical field so that we don't have to deal with this (laughs) folklore-ish Back in my day, we just bled out. (laughs) That is hilarious. Jeez, like, I love y'all, but what the hell? You just let us rot. (laughs) 
It makes us tougher and stronger. Yeah. We made it. We made it to the other side. Yeah, Tra- traumatized nonetheless. Ooh, <laughs> but, but stronger. But stronger, but stronger than we were before. Yeah. It. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths. The pepper is that hot topic that has everybody talking, and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. I'm Dinah. And I'm Christina. We have to cheers again. Oh. <laughs> and we have a guest. Hello, ladies oh. and gentlemen. <laughs> what are we toasting to? You, Lucius. Oh, we're toasting to Lucius, Lucius, guys. So if you're over there on the other side listening to this podcast with a glass in your hand, hold it up. All right. And we're toasting. If you got the blunt road, spark it up. Okay. And we spark (laughs) it. You already know what the fuck going on. It's the Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, all flats. Oh. Oh. Go ahead and get that out the way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you like your wings? Like, what flavor I need them crispy. I need okay. all flats. I'm going to pay that 50 cents. I'm going to pay the dollar. <laughs> and I need blue cheese. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank Listen. you. No, she's out of here. Really? I've have had, tried it. Yes. Okay. I have talked about how I like ranch, and <laughs> she <laughs> orders blue cheese, and I always accidentally eat her blue cheese, and I want to die. you love it. You love no. it. I, really? I can't see how it she makes has me a bad experience with blue cheese. It's like, moldy cheese. I can see how people would have okay, a bad experience. Okay, but take that. that. Uh, all <laughs> cheese is kind of moldy, Okay, no? but take the it whole is. food out of the whole thing out of it. <laughs> but it's Indeed. Like, <laughs> if we're going there. If we're going there. It's just a preference. I can't. I've never been able to stand it. Now, there have been things that I never liked when I was younger that I've grown to acquire taste Such for. As. So, okay, you never give me know. an example. Um, yogurt. Ooh, I, yeah. I never liked yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Tomatoes for me. I never tomatoes, liked tomatoes, but. Absolutely. Tomato, yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes and even onions. Too. I had an issue with onions. I'll deal with cooked onions. Likewise. Not raw. Cooked but onions, likewise. yes. Raw. I like raw onions too. Now. Really? Yeah. Raw with like red onions. Red onions, white onions. But like not to eat. Because so, some people do eat onions yeah, like that. Like yeah. an apple. Yeah. <laughs> I no. Okay, I don't but like want on a burger, I can have on my burger. Like, really? I don't want Not even So you're a no onions, no pickle girl. Crispy onions? Yes. I'm, no, I'm a pickle no girl. Pickle. Mm. No pickle for you? No yes, pickle for me. I'm not a pickle guy. No. Pickles. I like my pickles on the side. I don't really? like grits. You don't like. You don't grits. like. I like shrimp and grits, or like some kind of Cajun version. But I don't like Just, grits. Have you been to the Flying Biscuit? Yes. Have you been to Cafe and Tomezzo? Yes. I have not had their grits though because I don't like them, so I don't uh, order them. You know? Uh, it all makes I sense. totally yeah. forget uh, that you worked at Cafe and Tomezzo. I did, briefly. And that's how Which one? Can you introduce yourself right. to the people. Am I introducing myself? Yeah. I, I kinda this want is, okay. I kinda want you to introduce because I know you. We're friends. <laughs> but everybody else may Lucious. not know okay. about well, Lucius. I am Lucius known as point of Lou for a long time if that went over your head it's like point of view but point of lucius Thanks. point of Lou. remember point yes, of Lou. indeed okay. and i used to have these little points that i did but then i just i don't know i evolved and now i'm also lucius all across the board that's my stage name that's my poetry alias that is who i am follow me on twitter follow me on facebook <laughs> follow me on my website, osolucius.com, Instagram. Um, I'm a writer. I am a debonair delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
yes. like a smooth criminal. R.I.P. M.J. Like I, I have a poetry EP coming out on Valentine's Day called Ooh. "Love Seat," and it's it's not going to be long. It's going to be short and sweet, but it will be enjoyable. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody beforehand and afterward. Mm-hmm. Be sure to pick that up on SoundCloud and hopefully iTunes. But that's I don't. Let's not focus on me. Let's get to something. <laughs> let's get to something important. What what what's going on in the world today? Okay. Well, first of all, love the intro. Yeah, I can have done it better myself. Oh my that's iconic. Thank right. It was. Yeah, Let's that just that it's out. going down. Oh yeah, Thank that'll you. be its own clip for sure. Why, for sure. Thank you. Okay, Jesus. so as you know by now, every week we do the lemon, the pepper, and the wet. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the lemon and get all that shit out the way. Let's do it. Yeah, I think Beth, you have like the greatest lemon of the week. You know, just based on talking to everybody. So why don't you... uh... Okay, so this past week, I was in Cleveland, Tennessee for work. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know much about the job beforehand. It was kind of like a, we're going tomorrow kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So I was like, okay, let's just go and see what it's like. So I get to Cleveland and I'm noticing immediately, like... This is a small town. Like, you are not in Atlanta anymore. Like, shit is different OTP, you know? (laughs) So, we actually filmed in an even smaller town called Benton, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't think I've been just more aware. I know we talk about blackness and being black and black pride and all of that. I don't think I was more aware of being black until I was in that town because it's just so obviously white. <laughs> like yeah. it's just so obviously white Baptist. Like there's a church on every corner, but one stoplight in the town. Like very very small. So I'm already feeling some type of way, but I didn't want to like I didn't want to automatically like put my prejudice like oh all these people are racist. Right. All of them are Trump voters. Even though there were a lot of Trump signs, you know, Mm. there was a lot of that going on. But I didn't want to come in with that negative attitude because the people we were working with were actually really nice and, like, very accommodating. And also white. Also white, but, you know, I didn't get bad vibes. So Mm -hmm. um, I had to go to a local establishment. I don't know if I want to say the name because, you know, whatever. But a well-known establishment for their customer service. Okay. I get there. It was my pleasure. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I get there and I had already ordered online. It was paid for whatever. I see the line that says catering. So I walk to that line because that's my stuff is on the counter. And so I was not greeted at all. Like I was really like, what do you want? And so I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I was here to pick up my catering order. It was supposed to be ready at 1. It's one twenty. you know. Can I just get my things and go? And she's like, you need to get in the other line. We don't do that here. And I'm like, okay, but the sign says catering. Like, this mm-hmm. is where I need to be. And she's like, no, you need to get in the other line or else you won't be served. And so I'm like fuming at this point because it's, I don't understand. Like, nothing. she didn't explain the, the rules or the, nothing. It was mm-hmm. just like, get in the other line or else I won't serve you. And it's, the line is long. So I'm waiting for like another 15 minutes, but I noticed that she immediately 
helps the white man that was standing behind me. So I'm just like, she greets him. She's really courteous, just up to their standards. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just in this line, like watching it all play out, just angry. Like there's nothing I can do for real. I could walk out, but I I was there for a reason. Like I was picking up some shit for a reason. So it was just like an experience that definitely left a sour taste in my mouth. Because I had never, or I haven't experienced anything like that in a while. Maybe not something so blatant. Like, a little while after that, I went back and forth. Like, was it a racist situation? Was it just that she was busy and she couldn't help me like she needed to? But then it it, it was also very apparent that she had time for the white gentleman behind me. Uh That she didn't have for me, so... Let's discuss. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happened to me. Allow me to preface my rebuttal by apologizing on her behalf. You shouldn't have to ever deal with any instances like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to applaud you for approaching the instance with an open mind. Most people just pull the black card immediately. Yeah. Racist, racist, you're fucking racist. <laughs> you're not rude, you're racist. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate you for coming at it with an open outlook. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Thank you. But. <laughs> but. I don't know. Like, I, as a black man, I guess, yes, I'm a black man. I cannot say that I've ever experienced a racist act. And if I did, I always wrote it off to be, well, that person has some demons that he's dealing with, or that person had a bad day, or that person is not getting consistent pussy and he's just you know he has blue balls and he drug those in here and that's why he's acting this way I just you know I equate it to all kinds of other things I guess because nobody's ever blatantly come up to me and said we're not serving you nigger and I always just I don't know maybe I'm naive but I just always equate it to something else to something more so this man that was behind you, he left with his catering order. Yeah, he left with it. Like, they were communicating with him. He was picking up a catering order as well, but they were telling him what was going on. Like, Mm -hmm. there was nothing... It, His treatment and my treatment was night and day. So, that's just what got me feeling like, okay, maybe it wasn't me. Like, maybe she was just being fucking racist. Yeah, or... I mean, I think there's nonverbal communication mm-hmm. that you were picking up on. Like, right. to to kind of comment on what you said, I think that ultimately racist people or prejudiced pe- people are having a bad fucking day. Like, for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. they're having a bad fucking day and you feel justified in mistreating other people yeah you know what i mean for whatever reason your life is so shit i'm Mm -hmm. sorry that you feel this way Mm -hmm. and so i think yes you just see it for what it is you know what i mean you can blanket it as racism but it's just people who are fucking rude and having a bad day so they're hating like Mm -hmm. is what it boils down to pardon me Mm -hmm. did you speak to a management at all that day no because i was just like at this point i just want to get my shit and go Mm -hmm. like it's you're late so now i'm late Mm -hmm. and so like shit's fucked up over there like it was a whole like the day was not good Mm. but after i told my coworker and she immediately wrote 
corporate. Nice. Your Cor- co-worker is white. My, yeah, my white co-worker. And mm-hmm. we were talking about the day. And she's like, yo, do you feel weird in this town? And I'm like, and that's when I told her the story. I was mm. like, yes, I do feel weird. And she's like, you know, mm. I know I'm white. So it, this doesn't affect me. But I know how you feel right now. Mm-hmm. Or I could only imagine how awkward you must feel right now. That is That yeah. speaks volumes that she picked up on mm-hmm. that energy. Exactly. So. I was so grateful because... Yeah. In, Prior to that, I didn't say anything to anybody. Like, I was just like, I'm not even gonna talk about it, or mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna like make Bring a big deal about it because it was fucked up, but it's done now. But after she was just like, no, that's unacceptable. Like, I wrote them, and like, this is what they said. And the, the person from that company was kind of like more concerned about like the food, mm-hmm. like, how was the food cold? Because you, you said your colleague got it late, and blah 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 and so my coworker wrote back and was like no what i'm saying is this was a racist experiment or experience and y'all need to do something so i talked to corporate i talked to the representative from corporate and it like it just made me feel even shittier Mm. like after the conversation i just felt even shittier because she was just like oh i'm so sorry like minimizing your minimizing she's like i'm so sorry you know we do have um procedures for catering rules and i'm sorry they weren't explained to you but you know we usually treat everyone with the same level of kindness and as a matter of fact that employee that you had the encounter with put in her letter her letter of recognition or resignation two days prior so i'm like how very interesting that she quit like after Hmm. that happened and after corporate was contacted like that's really interesting and so she then found out that we were filming something out there and so she decided to tell me about her grandson who was in school and asked me how to get jobs i was like yo this is the most fucked up conversation i have had in such a long time i was just like I, I don't know, like, I know... Where we, are my free grilled nuggets? I don't want to hear about your grandson. <laughs> That's my year certificate with my name on yes, it. Ma'am. It was awful. And, like, I know we talk a lot about boycotting and, like, what does boycotting do? Like, blah, blah, blah. But this is the one time, like, I'm sorry... Because it happened to me <laughs> that I was like, no, fuck y'all. I'm never coming here again. Like, Word. that's how I really felt like. Well, this place. place, this place is, is a place that notoriously has questionable ethics for the way yes. they yes. treat people. Yes. Hey, my loves. <laughs> <laughs> I want y'all to boycott Chick-fil-A with us. I can't deal. <laughs> Monique. <laughs> Secondly, that lemonade love, come on, that Chick-fil-A sauce with those extra know, right? crispy waffle fries, you want oh me to leave all God. that? There it is. You yeah, want no, me to Chick-fil-A, leave all this that? is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm shit, but like, do I love a number one with the lemonade more than I love my pride? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Indeed. These are the times where I just yeah. really have to like think about <laughs> what's important. Like that was a small that was a small situation, like, in the grand scheme of things. But if you were homosexual and a company just came out and was like, we don't fuck with y'all, why would I want to keep... You know what I mean? Like, they have done things like this before. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... I so where know. do you go from here? I mean, like, what does this experience... Like, what did you get from this experience? Um, I got that, you know... 
yes, that was a fucked up experience. But overall, I think it was so like it was such a mind fuck because everybody else had been so accommodating and so nice. So I was a little fooled. I was like, oh, shit, like this is a small Trump loving town, but they're so great. Like they, this is nice. But it's but then it was kind of an eye opener. Like there's always going to be that one person like you cannot. Everybody you encounter in life isn't going to be on your team or fuck with you for whatever reason. But people like my coworker, shout out to Aubrey, those people oh will be down for you and mm-hmm. will ride for you and see your worth and like some or empathize not even sympathize because she's not black right, but right. they'll have they'll find the empathy within them to notice the situation is fucked up yeah right. maybe that's the greater the greater takeaway because you got to see aubrey on some real shit on some real shit because yeah. i don't know i have a lot of fucking white friends and i'm not sure that i could say the majority of them would take it there you know what I'm saying? Or do at least what they felt like they could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Aubrey. Shout out to Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Aubrey and her real shit. <laughs> and fuck all the racists. And fuck all the racists. Wow. <laughs> Common theme on this show. Well, I'm sorry that fucking happened to okay. you. Me too. Yeah. That- Would you say that that's like the first kind of racially charged interaction Ooh. that you had in life no but the racially charged like interactions i've had have always been on a you're not like most black girls mm, coming exactly. from white people microaggressions, oh, wow. microaggressions. <laughs> yeah. like you're a cool black girl or can you teach us how to do seventh grade i had just moved to henry county i went to a sleepover all the girls were white. There was one girl who was mixed, but she was she felt like she was white, whatever. And they were dancing, and they were like, can you teach us how to dance like a black girl? Yeah. <laughs> and You're like, I don't even know how to dance like a black I'm girl. I'm like, bitch. I don't know. Like, prior to this, I was at an all-black Catholic school to come to an all, like, mostly white public school. Right? I was just like, y'all are all on some other shit. Yeah. I don't know what this like, is. I went from, like, Thonia to Henry County. It was very strange. It's a culture. It was a culture shock. Maybe not so much now. Right. I think now it's a little, It's there's a lot of black people there. But before, there weren't that many. Mm-hmm. Right. And I lived in Lithonia. This was before they split it into Stonecrest for all the rich people. This was like Lithonia mm-hmm. for real. Before right. they, yeah. <laughs> I just, that, that's when I moved to Henry County. I, so I was at Shambly. I was like going all the way to Shambly to go to high school. And it was, there was, like, one white girl named Ruth in our classes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I get to Henry County and, um, yeah, yeah. culture shock. They say stuff like that. I even remember somebody saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're not like other black girls because they're so mean. Because she had gotten into an argument with some, I don't know, some black girl snapped on her. And so <laughs> yeah. she, li- probably, yeah, she literally said that. It's so interesting Exactly. How... I think she harassed me, too. <laughs> um, it's so interesting how these times, those moments when they happen they're like they take you know you're taking it back a little bit but you don't really know what to do with it yet you know what I mean like it took a really long time it took a long time of having those interactions to like really see where it comes from why it's making me feel some kind of way like why it's happening in the first place Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but um yeah I I think I was like in fourth grade when I was playing do you remember that game still the bacon did y'all ever play that it was like (laughs) <laughs> Two teams lined up facing each other. There was a ribbon or a flag in the middle, and each person was assigned a number, and they had, like, 
another person on the other side assigned a number and they call okay. out and so you run to the middle and try to take the bacon back okay. to the side so it was me and this white boy and i grabbed it and i kept running and once i got to my side he didn't stop chasing me so i just kept running <laughs> and eventually i think i might have fell or something but we were so far away from everybody and he goes whatever you stupid nigger <laughs> and i was like what? Yeah. Excuse me. Sounds about white. Sounds about white. That's awful. And I was like, oh, was the bacon cooked? No. No, it was a ribbon. Oh. my god. So it was just called steal the bacon for what reason? Because it was like the flag. It was still well, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, Mm. the flag itself was just like okay. So it's just a weird ass name, and it wasn't bacon. No. The point is, you got called a no. Yeah, that's way more important. But I was trying to visualize. I didn't want to visualize. I don't know. It's commonplace. It happens, and it's like it's. That was perfect. It's unfortunate that you don't always know what to do with that situation or you feel helpless in that situation like what yeah. the fuck am I supposed to do right and now and you're in fourth yeah. grade like that's awful yeah um yeah that's super fucked up I wonder if occurrences like this still happen especially during the climate of our country right now I'm sure yeah I'm yes. sure to kids yeah mm-hmm. probably maybe more no. Some people are tight, like just heated. Yeah. The good thing is there's a great black pride movement also. Something mm. that we didn't necessarily grow up with. I feel like it was just a little bit before our generation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. our generation was really about just kind of assimilating. Assimilating, yeah. So for sure. Wow. Okay. Well let's moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> Dinah, you were saying some negative self talk things. Oh yeah, that was my lemon. My lemon is negative self talk, which is just being hard on yourself, which is something I have a tendency to do. Okay. And I just feel like it just it makes you hard on other people also and it affects mm. on how you direct outwards. So mm-hmm. that's just my lemon is negative self talk and the goal is to turn that into lemonade by working on positive talk more. Right. A little bit. But it's difficult sometimes when you're not used to it or maybe like you didn't grow up hearing positive talk also, so it's hard to cultivate it. So I guess that's my limit. It's like the difficulty of dealing, of like cultivating. When do you talk. decide that it's like un do you think there's a certain amount of being hard on yourself that's healthy? And I like think where pushing do you draw yourself the line? and encouraging yourself <clears throat> and motivating yourself is different from being hard on yourself mm-hmm. in a negative way. I think there is a way to do it that's more positive. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you have to give yourself that kick that takes you to the next edge, but I think that if you have a goal or intention in mind, that's different from just, like, beating yourself up, you know? Can you give us an example of each? Like, one example of being hard on yourself negatively Mm -hmm. and one example of motivating yourself and pushing yourself? Yeah, okay, so, like, one example of maybe motivating myself and pushing myself is, like, okay, don't buy this that, and the other because you want to save up and so like I do it and I save that little bit and then like the next day I'm like oh it wasn't even that big of a deal girl like you just saved you know like some kind of like taking okay. that back from myself okay and okay. instead of just letting it stay Got or okay. not letting myself have that at all like know? discrediting yes, yes. the, the efforts that you're making yes mm. yeah. no matter like how that. subtle or small they are right yes I, th- I feel like that probably stops a lot of people from accomplishing, mm-hmm. especially big goals, because we want the right. thing now. Like, instant gratification. Instant. We have been conditioned to get shit 
immediately. So when we have, we just came from an age of like sudden fame and like we see a lot of like what do they call the microwave generation yeah or not even just fame like success like having parents who are successful highly successful and expecting the same you know right but also leaving out all the shit that it took to get there Mm -hmm. right because a lot of times they would just give us the fruit and not necessarily make us do the labor to get it Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure (laughs) so maybe maybe it comes from us being a little bit spoiled and just wanting Mm -hmm. things right now one thousand percent but also just again me i mean i know that i have to do better like I said, about putting more positive, just positive terminology, you know, yeah. in my space. Like, I downloaded this little app called Happify. Okay. And it has these okay. cute, yeah, it just has these cute little games. So, like, one game, if you're not doing anything, you, like, um, it, like, sends up all these little hot air balloons on the screen. And you press the positive words and try not to press the negative. Oh, that's, oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it kind of, it's almost like, dang, I really didn't even think of this as a positive word. It's something Indeed. I should, like, incorporate into my vocabulary more. And there's more stuff on it. I just downloaded, like, like last week. So I'm still exploring it. But, okay. yeah, it's stuff like, it's stuff like that. Like, for example, y'all know I love reality TV and it's a bunch of mess. But I have to sometimes understand that like i also like maybe right if i'm gonna watch something i also need to like read a positive blog post with like positive words in Mm -hmm. it or something else because even though i know this is trash Mm -hmm. i'm still putting negative phraseology negative action negative things into my attention that energy into my space yeah Yeah. and i mean i think to take it a step further just like things that make you feel negatively like it may not be overtly negative self-talk but like even visuals or things that make you more hard on yourself like you said like Mm -hmm. because a lot of times even on the complete polar opposite of being spoiled or getting things too easily sometimes it's just like people who do have it hard they feel like there's no way to come out of that yes that place you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so or to to be upwardly mobile like how am i ever gonna do that you know Mm -hmm. right so i mean i think i mentioned a like last year sometime about how I have to like purge my Instagram feed and like stop following certain people or yeah. certain things that yeah. make me feel negatively you know how do they make you feel negatively is it the or comparison comparison yeah. yeah being overly critical of my situation mm-hmm. or not appreciating the things that I have because mm-hmm. of envy or mm-hmm. whatever you right. know what I mean so I talked to a girl recently who said the same thing she was like saying she needed a social media purge or binge mm-hmm. because she was feeling depressed and i was like right. are you serious and right see, now for me it's that almost like really yes yeah and I what can... do you want to tell us about yeah. it yeah i mean i hate to were you about to expand no on go ahead no, I, can I can get to it wait okay <laughs> so basically I, I didn't realize it yes It was a gradual thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then one day I woke up and of course habit, I'm a creature of habit. I reach for my phone, open Instagram, open Twitter. And I woke up happy. I was elated. I was well rested. I was ready to tackle the day. Mm -hmm. But as I continued to scroll, Mm. I literally felt my emotions changing. I'm wondering, well, why aren't I doing this? Why haven't I gotten to this? Oh, there's my ex-girlfriend. Like, and my mood literally came down and I thought to myself, why am I doing this? Like, I could be watching a motivational speech, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned. I could be reading a book. I Mm -hmm. could be brushing my teeth. Instead, instead I'm laying in bed, depressing myself, comparing myself. And 
that's when I realized that maybe I needed to chill a little bit too. Of course, when you hear it, it's like, it's social media. Why are you letting yourself get yeah. that attached mm-hmm. and consumed? But it definitely has effects. Absolutely. I'm, for sure. I mean, I guess our just culture and society has changed because social for us, when we were in high school, our social media wasn't, we didn't really take it with us. Right. Like We didn't really have smartphones where you have the internet, not at the beginning at no, least. Like, no, I had Nextels and Nokias. Yeah, you had to get on a desktop. Hit me on my to, metro. Right. <laughs> you had to get on a desktop at home and do it and then just like go live your life right. elsewhere. Right. So now that we have that like with us 24-7, it, it puts us in such a vulnerable position. I yeah. Think. Do you think it will that will be like forever a constant or do you think that we'll gradually start to move away from this age of social media like influence? Like do you think there will be kind of a a you know what's a pendulum? Yeah, a pendulum type deal. Mm-hmm. Cause it's because you know what I've been seeing a lot on the internet when people are like, imagine if Instagram went away and boom, you're not a model anymore. No. <laughs> like, I saw that. That's too. classic. Yeah. So it's That's like, classic. like what would you do? Yeah. What would what would I think a lot of people do? We're seeing and which I think is has its positives. Like we're seeing an age where you can become successful just by posting things online or creating content for other people things that don't really I don't know I mean aren't traditional forms of being successful or acquiring income so it's like is this ever gonna go anywhere like is it ever gonna stop I mean if Instagram goes down something else is just gonna pop up and if you've really established your brand your followers will find you mm. on the, you know so I, I'd be curious mm. to see what would come next that That's maybe just isn't so <laughs> yeah like I'm curious to see what would come next that isn't social media it's just something different mm. that takes people's attention away mm-hmm. but I cannot even imagine what that would be because I never be. imagined social media would be a thing it's just growing no. so fast I had no idea yeah. that Twitter would pop off as much as it did. Mm-hmm. And that's becoming one of the least used ones. Like, they're scrambling to figure out how they're going to keep it afloat, kind mm-hmm. of. Because it's just oversaturated. Mm-hmm. That is true. So, it's going to be interesting. I don't know, though. I it just, is going to be interesting. I, mean, I, think, think, I think I could see how there would be a lull in the age of social media. Like, you can already see people, like, doing things in everyday life that reflect the old way. Like, even the way everybody's dressing like they're in the 90s again. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know. It's just, like, I think people will just eventually get tired of it after, hopefully, or... Hopefully, I think if we Mm -hmm. remain evolutionary. Mm -hmm. But it almost seems like our desire to invade other people's privacy has... Increase exponentially. I feel like soon we're gonna have to be paying for our privacy, and if you don't pay yes. your monthly fee, your entire All browsing right. history <laughs> will be revealed. Ooh. And can you imagine your screenshots? <laughs> right. Your history. I mean, I think that would be American enough to drive people away from it. I think that could be enough reason enough for people to 
start to divest from it and create more interpersonal interactions because we do want to keep our shit on lock after a while. Even I'm thinking chaos. about younger people, they love, they love that shit. They don't they even know what it's like to not have it. So I just don't know if we stand a chance against that force mm. that's coming through. I just don't know. I, we can, we I, can I think deal it'll with change. Because we know what life was like before mm. social but media. I, like, right. we came, we were, I think our generation... We were probably the last ones to remember what life was like before mm-hmm. everyone just had a computer in their house. Mm-hmm. Now people right. have two, three, four computers mm-hmm. in their house, and it's nothing. And so, your phone is a damn computer. You your know? phone, like, it's... And you're five with a computer. <laughs> what? <laughs> seriously. And you're five with a computer. You're yeah, five with yeah. iPads, seriously. This is so that true. Is, so actually, it's like, there are apps for toddlers to learn how to code. And instead of using no. words, they use like images. But essentially, they are coding and the iPad follows the instructions. Ew. So yeah, they're learning to code at like two and three years old. I mean, that's, that's cool, but it's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, just right. let them fall into coding. Quit forcing coding <laughs> on people. That's weird. Let children be children. But yeah. there are, there's no it's such thing like, as children anymore. It's the evolution. Children, or what we're children? seeing is the rise the of a new language. Like a a new a whole new way to talk to people coding bitcoin like we're gonna just make you live on the internet bitcoin forever. stop following us on twitter oh, <laughs> like, like, it's always like, a crypto curse i'm like oh this is not a real person <laughs> on, on the lemon pepper one account i don't even get into <laughs> that no, but not. i the crypto whatever is that's a whole nother thing that i just don't know about bro the internet's getting crazy yeah. <laughs> okay, but what we did see on the internet this right. past week, uh, our first pepper is the Quincy Jones interview. Who read it in its entirety? I did. Shout out to that. Shout out to that Shout shit. out to that because a lot of people just read the headline and they go off that. They form an entire opinion. That's weird to me. one quote. It is weird. However... It's 2018. Right. Were people That's mad? People were mad, weren't they? Like, um, people were you know what? Mad. Damn. People were mad at People Quincy. were livid. I don't think mad uh, is the word. People okay. were livid. Okay, so what did you guys think of it? I want... I, I did not read it in, in, in its you. entirety. I didn't read it in its entirety either. So, Give us a rundown. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um. Let me pull up the article. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I don't know who the interviewer's name is he's he about shit. to blow up I, I can't wait to see what his next he wasn't shit you know you don't have no article. business interviewing nobody that damn old because you know old people say whatever they want and to i think that, that was the point a bar i'm <laughs> so sorry my grandmother is the worst what did i my <laughs> grandfather is 10 years younger than him and he's on that level <laughs> if he makes it to that age i don't it's even know if i can talk to him it's over for us yeah like i can't believe they even interviewed him i don't know i think it's just a he was speaking to a lot of things that people always wonder about like michael jackson's personality this is a fucking encyclopedia right here like he has such a broad expansive like opinion experience yes as far as the music industry goes like bringing you some of the greatest people that you've ever heard like yeah, he know he. I would want to pick pick his brain. Fuck yeah! And I hear the guy that picked his brain was very well informed. He was. Quincy was comfortable sharing. Yeah, this information. Okay. exactly. He was, and he spoke a lot about actual music, not just exactly. because I think. 
I think in the age of social media, you do have, like, we're talking about the wrong shit. Like, Mm -hmm. Quincy Jones was mentioning how if these kids or modern music makers don't understand what, where music started, Mm -hmm. what music actually is, like, what a real instrument sounds like, the people that develop forms ways of creating music like if you don't know those people then you're not really creating music like you Mm -hmm. have basically you have to know where you came from to know where you're going type shit you know what i mean which i really appreciated (laughs) and then yes he was spilling all the tea he's like all your greats were fucking each other like i mean you know i I didn't think that far from the truth like i i imagine that you imagine that but it's a whole other thing to have confirmation and then you see like you said people were i didn't know people were upset i didn't know people were upset either i mostly saw people again say why were he oh i know he's gonna be unfiltered yeah who said he was upset People people were upset about the fact that he called michael jackson greedy Oh, okay. right. Yeah. The fact okay. that he said that, you know, I believe it was Jesus. I can't think of the song right now, but he stole that entire part from someone oh, and okay. didn't okay. credit them at all. Yeah. They were also upset about how he said T Pain shouldn't be redoing any music. <laughs> people were T- talking T-Pain about. T Pain is an artist. He's a true artist. I want people to, like, give T Pain his. Has anybody flowers. heard his last album? I have not, but I didn't he write Helen Bruno Mars? He wrote for Bruno Mars. Oh yeah, yeah. He has a lot of credits on that album. T Pain is great, and Mm -hmm. he is underrated Mm -hmm. and underappreciated, unfortunately. What else were they upset about? Of course, the fucking the homosexual. Is it homosexual? Oh, what the Richard Pryor? Yes, yes. Is it homosexual? Sounds like it. It sounds like they just had a few experiences. It doesn't sound like it's homosexual. So if you have a few experiences as a man with a man, is that not homosexual? No. Okay, I think if you don't live your life with men, then no. If you choose to be with women, I I think women are allowed to experiment and still be considered heterosexual. So why not not men? They're definitely. I'm saying it's a double standard, which is why I'm saying I think. They were heterosexual and just had a few experiences because they were high as shit. Off those quaaludes. Yeah. Anybody got I'm, some left from the seventies? I'm trying to try one. <laughs> what is the shelf life on those? Like, can you still? Yeah, I totally agree with you, Dinah. Like, I don't think it's necessarily homosexual if he didn't decide to live his life with a man. You know what I mean? Well, I retract my statement then. It but, wasn't homosexual. But was I do sexual. think people. I, <laughs> it was basically. It was really but I do think people will box it or will label it as that, and that's what's got people upset like you ain't gonna talk about our nigga richard like mm-hmm. he uh, like he, marvin you gay. know what i'm saying and like, marvin gay mm-hmm. so but but i just assume like i feel at this point in life just going through life as we have gone through it i cannot imagine that people are thinking that more of these like male on male or female on how could you not think that that shit's going on it's going on mm-hmm. and it's not as Rare, rare or like spectacular it's as not as ma- taboo anymore to it's, talk about it allow exactly. me to ask a question yeah sure riddle me this <laughs> whose business is it like why is everybody in such a fury and frenzy over who's fucking who like who right. you fuck doesn't make me come so why do i care <laughs> i know why are we that. even why is this even a topic I think it's because of, like, the scandal behind it. Because 
normally normal people if, unless we're friends you don't know who I'm fucking or who I'm not fucking so it's like eh, whatever but because people feel like because this person is a celebrity I'm allowed to know everything like it's nothing's so off the table mm. so yeah I want to know who you were fucking and who you're married to who you cheated on like all these things that we do in our everyday life but it doesn't matter because we're just regular I just want to know who produced think- the record <laughs> I think it's like people tie so tie together so deeply like your sexual preferences, your sexual behaviors to ethics and morality. Mm. It's like if you're doing that, you can't be my fave anymore mm. because I God wouldn't want that. And there's no correlation at all. There's none. None. <laughs> We were acquired just then. No, we were. I mean, honestly, that was Migas with the ad lib. Right. Exactly. There's none. Um. So yeah, it's like people just get all up in arms because it's challenging what they've always known and what they think they should believe. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable. But really, it's nobody's fucking business. How is it that four of us are on the same page, but so many other people aren't? Do you feel... I mean, well, sometimes I feel like it's a follow the leader type of shit. Like, you don't really believe... You don't really believe gay people are bad or it's shameful to be homosexual or bi or whatever you are. Like, you don't honestly believe that, but you just want to, like, fall in line. I'm so glad you brought that up because I have a story. I I love stories. I, um, I tend to be a mentor to young black men. They just, they're drawn to me for some reason. And I take that opportunity to kind of show them the world as it is. In what way? Um, I'm honest with them. I'm mm-hmm. genuine with them. I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't shield anything. Nothing is off the table. Because they can talk to me about things that they can't talk to their big brothers about. That they can't talk to their fathers about. Their mothers. Their pastors. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, these are men that I work with. Men that, like, I just may meet friends in between friends random yeah. random i feel like god sends them but that's a whole nother subject <laughs> there's a guy my boy z shout out to you but um recently he sent me a screenshot of a guy a gay guy dancing and around him were a couple men in like dresses and they were dancing and just they were just you know doing their thing Mm-hmm. And he said, this shit is so wrong, bro. And I responded to him and said, first, first, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not going to lie. My initial response was going to be like, I guess, or like, LOL, or just, you know, I yeah. wasn't going to entertain it. But then I thought and I said, you know, this is a teachable moment and I'm going to take the opportunity to utilize it as such. Yeah. So I responded to him and said, why? Why is it wrong, bro? And he responded to me and was like, this shit's just gay as hell. Like, the guy's in a dress. No man should be in a dress. And it's just funny because... And we work together. And people Mm -hmm. always assume that I was gay. That was always a thing. Mm -hmm. And he says, I don't understand how people assume you're gay when there are men that are doing shit like this. I cut myself out of it because that wasn't the important thing. Mm -hmm. I just responded to him and said, bro, 
I understand that you may not understand what they're doing, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. That there shouldn't be an emotion tied to it at all. We should be free to do as we please. And I just like we just I it was long. I wish I could read it to you, but <laughs> it was long and extensive and at the end of it I told him like I challenge you to befriend a gay person just to find out for yourself that they're human just like the rest of us. They just have a preference and they're mm -hmm. public about their preference, which is something that a lot of people are too scared to do. Mm -hmm. yes. So I don't know. It was just, it was interesting because I got the feeling that he wrote that to just get some kind of, you know, yeah, conversation or like boost. Like, do you feel like he meant to, like he wanted to sway your answer in a kind of way? Do you think he wanted to have do you think he maybe wanted to have that conversation you had with him? I don't think so. No. He just wanted to fortify his opinion. Exactly. That's literally what I was trying to say but I couldn't word it. That's exactly yes, exactly. And if he sent that to 10 other guys they all would say man that faggot shit fuck that homosexual. Man I don't fuck with that shit. They better not do that on my block. But me it's like bro why can't they dance, bro? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, you know, people don't dance no more. I think it takes us having this is a this is a very deeply rooted intercommunal issue that people, black people especially, have. Yes, and I think it takes stepping up to the plate to be the educator in some instances because it is much easier Lucius to just be like lol or just not respond Indeed. or what the fuck right. ever you Indeed. know what I mean because or put an emoji and like the one with the eyes up like mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like it's a hard conversation to have a lot of times you know if you defend something because it's right you often get mislabeled yourself like if I I was defending I was in the fucking comments like a sleaze bag, defending. I love comments. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and I was defending breastfeeding and Chick Fil A, uh -huh. and somehow I ended up being a lesbian by the end of it. And I was mm. like, "All right, fine." You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. But it's just like, why does it have to come to this? Like, if you defend homosexuality, now all of a sudden you're defending your sexuality. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I want to stand up for what's right, but a lot of times it is just easier to just be like, I ain't in this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and it's, it's a pandemic, especially with young black men, because mm -hmm. like they are going to lead halfway lives because they can't be themselves. Ooh, Absolutely. Wow. That's a word. <laughs> That's a bar. That's a bar. That's Thank a bar. You, that is a Thank bar. You, yeah, honestly. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I do think Quincy Jones airing out all of that stuff was cool because he's old. <laughs> and he can right. do that shit. Yeah. Like, why not? You have nothing to lose at this point. And maybe and it sparks <laughs> this conversation. Yeah. Like, why was right. anyone shocked about Richard I think Barr? that's what he kept saying. Like, who I got to be afraid of? Like, I don't... Who gonna check me? <laughs> who gonna check me? That do we deem Quincy is messy due to this? Ooh. Or is he just no. honest? Is he messy or is he a messenger? He's from a different generation. <laughs> I feel like yeah. a lot of people should learn from this instance and just be as honest. Why can't we? Because it wouldn't Why have been as shocking we? had we <laughs> been honest about exactly. it. I am stepping into honesty exactly. all 20, the rest of my all life. All of it. Like, okay. It's the most, it's, it's so crucial mm -hmm. to having relationships. Yes. Like, 
honesty is always going to be the best fucking policy yes. because what after that, like you really ain't got shit to worry about. Yes. You yes. don't have it's shit to worry out. about. It's all out. Yeah. You really don't. <laughs> and I like it's a work in progress. It's hard. You have to challenge those things that you were taught to believe. Like mm-hmm. there's only one way to do something. Mm-hmm. So when no. you are off in sec- in secrecy doing what what you fucking like to do and mm-hmm. you lying about it, what kind of life is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what? I feel like this leads us into our next pepper, which signifies the end of cuffing season. Valentine's Day specifically? Valentine's Day is supposed to be (laughs) the end of cuffing season. Oh, I guess I gotta get rid of all of this. Yeah, you gotta. I mind my business. (laughs) So now that it's the end, what happens? Like, do we just ride off? You know what happens? Spring comes, everybody starts taking their motherfucking clothes off. Yeah. We start clothes to- come out from hibernation. Okay. We go Looking to pool good. parties. Yes. You start to hit the bay with the I got allergies, I can't come out text. <laughs> you know, it just gets real sketchy in the spring. Allergies are real, so that's a great one. <laughs> Listen. What are your plans for Valentine's Day? What is uh, what day is it? Thursday? Wednesday. See, okay, I clearly don't have so- plans, but I didn't know what day it was. I don't have any plans. Wow. I don't have any plans either. I think we said three, on the left. three beautiful ladies, educated <laughs> ladies, driven ladies. Maybe we can record something on the bouch or something. That would be something that like Valentine's good. Day. Something yeah. Cool. Well, maybe we'll get together on Valentine's Day. Okay. Just we'll do more of the same. Y'all right? slipping out there, man. You slipping. <laughs> what are you it's not yeah. Yeah. Hold on. It's more. I don't think we're ready to. It's a weird environment oh, to be old men right now. Okay. Yeah. It's choice. It's a weird environment. Okay. We talk about this all the time. Okay. What the fire is saying? As a man, I'd love to be enlightened on this. It's a weird environment. It's uh, almost like because the conversations surrounding men are just much more open about like just the patriarchal society and how deep it is and how traumatizing it can be indeed. and has been to women. I think that conversation being so present, it almost, for me, it makes me not even want to give you the chance to say some bullshit. Right. Like, I don't even want to give you the time to hit me with some of that bullshit because I don't have the tolerance. For yeah, it. I think so that... it's almost like we're just doing our thing amongst girlfriends. And, yeah. like, if it just, I don't know, if you get a moment, you might, you might not. Shit, it just depends. You might get that text back. You might, probably it's won't. It's really <laughs> funny you mentioned that because I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Shout out to the brilliant idiot Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz, one of my favorites. Okay. And they mentioned that women are just doing shit with each other now. Like, they're going on <laughs> matinees with each other. They're going out to dinner Black with Panther. each other. They're going to see Black And that's, that is fucking crazy because it would... I would love to take a lady to go see Black Panther and make a whole event of the shit. But women would prefer to do it with their lady friends. And it, it's because men haven't stepped their game up. They're not being chivalrous. They're not paying the bill. They're like, they not doing shit. They're not opening doors. They're not pulling out chairs. They're not even eating pussy. That's what I hear. And it's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> If but, he ain't eating your pussy, then he gotta, he gotta what, are go. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, no, you, you ask him that in that moment. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? That should Make be sure the preface and the afterword. Yeah. What happened to foreplay? What happened to chivalry? What happened to being... Well, I, 
you tell us. Like I really do don't you, know. I, feel I also want you to fight for me to have equal pay and several other things. Thank like, you. That's what I was to all of that. Like too, I want. Thing. There's so many that more things too. that I need. And that's from what you. I think we're realizing. And I, know, right. and I think that's what has us guarded is because it's like, wait, we've been we actually been fighting for the wrong things. Mm. Like I don't need you to open my door. <laughs> actually, what I need you to do is, is make sure that I get paid exactly. the same amount as your ass. We don't be doing shit at work playing video games, and I'm working my ass off. So should chivalry be revisited and renewed I mean redefined what is, what is, okay yeah. so what's the redefinition I need one example from each of you the redefinition of chivalry what is the example the, what do you need us to do for you I I need as you, men if we are going to be together I need you to think of me as like you too like, as a person and not a gender that's all it is. It's, you have to truly see me as your equal. And exactly. as a person Period. and not a gender, just like you're not supposed to see sexuality, mm-hmm. you're supposed to treat somebody like a person. Yeah. This is blowing my mind. Like, literally, my jaw is on the table because I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, like, okay, okay. Because I feel like I see that. Okay. Okay. But you're one of the am, few. Okay. So if I'm one of the few, can I hear about what others are doing? Because I'm ignorant to it. All right. Okay. okay. And, I, and can I be completely we're, honest we're and being say that honest, this baby. is something that I'm also guilty of, okay. of putting really intense gender roles on people? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm only expected to do so much. I'm not expected to. And it sounds so antiquated, like, not have an opinion. But, yeah. like, yeah. You're expected to be the breadwinner. You're going to have my babies. You may take some time off to have... You know what I'm saying? It's just very, like, limiting and stifling. And even the more contemporary version where you're supposed to be a bad bitch and you're supposed to have my babies and you're supposed to work, too, because if you don't, you're just a bum-ass hoe trying to get mm-hmm. shit. And you're not allowed to. to have mental health issues mm-hmm. because, bitch, why are you You're down? psycho. You're crazy. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. It, there's just so many things. And I it's think unfortunate. that those, those, those needs are so, like, blaring right now because it's becoming clearer and clearer how mm-hmm. we've been treated as a gender per se mm-hmm. you right. know what i mean like as a sex so i think like that's just at the forefront of our minds and it's like if you can't do that then i don't really want shit to do with you I like right that. you and know then you I have like to that. understand okay like imagine when there were just just i mean i know that it's still going on right now but there was a an increase in the coverage over black fatalities from at the hands of police officers mm-hmm. and how triggering that was. So imagine like being a woman and every day reading about another woman's rape story or harassment story, anything and it triggering all of your own experience. Yes. Fuck, you know, fuck. like and then that's also what we're doing. And then we're also black. So we have to take on the oh, race card too. Intersectional oh, prejudices. I don't yeah. think that these wow. This yeah. is tumultuous. I mean, and we don't even have kids. We're not right. even like yeah. single mothers. Like yeah. we don't even I mean, and that's not to downplay our experiences, no. but there are women, there are single mothers who deal with yeah. exactly what we're talking Listen, about and have to take care of kids and don't get I think it's themselves. fair to triage and prioritize those yeah. people who are at more intersections yeah, than others. Honestly. I don't fucking have a kid. That's one less thing I have to deal with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But right. yeah, it's just like 
I don't know. I, I'm I'm glad about it, to be honest with you. I think what we're seeing from men is that the pressure is being put on and they're like in this sort of flighty mode, like retreating mode, like don't come at me with that bullshit. Like, exactly. Literally. Exactly. Instead of it. like, oh, okay, like now, thank you for telling me what's wrong and what y'all have been going through. I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. I'll do my best not to be an ancient nigga. Or what nigga. can I do? Or, right. Yeah. Let instead of like, mm, well, maybe if you weren't wearing that, that person mm. wouldn't have said that. Or maybe right. if you didn't let him fuck the first night, this wouldn't have been happened. Mm. Or like, if you hadn't whoop. gone natural. Like, or just like all sorts shit. of things that we were supposed to be so we're supposed to be like the saint and the sinner for niggas and it's like okay i can't do it all and then you not show up for me in my time of need like that's Ish, weird that's and then weird. y'all want us to ride or die you're asking me to ride, die ride. because you're a fuck boy i gotta die <laughs> die that sounds cr- right that whole ride or die shit really fucking blows not- my blood i can i want women to stop doing that because there's a group of women who who cater to that cater to that fucking weird ass way of thinking that a lot of men present and it's just because they want to be like patriarchal system mm -hmm. like it's it's so internalized it has to be completely dismantled i know and you're doing it. And if that means girlfriend dates, then bitch, bitch I'll see y'all yeah. on Black Panther. That's where it starts. That's <laughs> where it starts. I've seen like, all of my most favorite movies with, with you. It's yeah. so unfortunate. Yeah. I have to stand here as a man and say that it's so unfortunate that so many of us are dropping the ball that it's led to this. Like, we're mm. going to be... We're not going to... It's going to... What do you need us for? Nothing. Because yeah, you okay. know scientists Nothing. are making it so women don't need exactly. men to have kids. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, like coming so soon. So what, like, you're going to kill us all. Yeah, and literally, just... you can't do it without us. Like, we decide the fate <laughs> oh, of humanity. Aware. I feel like... I'm we're, aware. I know you're aware. I'm just saying, so, in case you didn't know, so, like, I don't care y'all where y'all sitting know. right now, what position you're in right now. If women to decide that they don't want to have babies anymore, it's over for you. What if we yeah. just like, boycotted men? Like, <laughs> yeah. While we're boycotting yeah. people, like, let's boycott niggas. Man, too. Yeah. Like, we're Netflix. Done. Damn. <laughs> but I'll be the face of the campaign. So. Right. <laughs> That's fine. But on top of that, on top of that, men, quit all the f- creepy shit. Quit yeah. all the creepy shit. I hear these stories that women have to go through continuously, and it, they're just horror stories continuously. Mm-hmm. And I just have to proclaim that we have to quit the creepy shit. Please. Mm. The dick pics. <laughs> unrequested dick pics. Don't grow like, women in the club just don't because she has on a tight dress. Talk about it. She's not wearing that for you, bro. Right, she's yeah. not wearing that for you. She the looked in the mirror and she... Anyway. <laughs> right. right. It'd be the worst one. It'd be the worst one. It'd be the one. Quit the creepy shit. So... They have Starburst packages with my <laughs> two favorite Starburst um, flavors. Only reds. What all the, the reds fuck? from all the packs wow. together. You the won't eat Starburst red. ever. These At, are the only Starburst you're going to ever it. eat again. That's it. It's yeah. done. It's done. Everything is it's, Wow. Thank you. You've reached Obsolete. Nirvana. Yeah. Starburst. You just <laughs> added our, our thing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I saw you studying the pack earlier. No, seriously. <laughs> Thank you for popping my cherry. <laughs> my Starburst flavor. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Starburst flavor. So anyway, are what are you doing for, yeah, Valentine's Day? for Valentine's Day? I'm releasing a story. Okay. You're, oh, you're, you talked about this. Okay, so wait, is there a party happening surrounding this or? No, there should be though. There should yeah. be. <laughs> like, oh, Maybe there will idea. be. Hmm. 
Maybe there will be. You got a few days <laughs> to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the pressure. But I um, am releasing a story called the Five. It's called Five Valentines. Okay. And in short, because I don't want to spoil anything, it's about a guy that literally has five interactions throughout the day okay. with five different women from his past, present, and future. <sighs> Is that it? I think yeah. I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean because I appreciate the people that listen to the podcast and the ladies that are running it. So I'm gonna come clean. This is an exclusive. Okay. The last Valentine, quote unquote, is a gentleman that he meets in the club. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bumps into him, spills his drink, offers to buy him another drink. The exchange is electric. One thing leads to another. He says, you know, the one thing that'll make this night perfect is a blunt. The guy says, well, I have some weed at my place if you want to come by and smoke. Going to somebody's house at 1 a.m. to smoke is not gay, right? You're just going to smoke, right? right? To find out what else happens in the story, you're going to just have to read it. Look out for all right. that. Okay. five well, Valentine's. That was all the you teaser got my ear Where can we go to read this story? Osolucious.com. Don't go right now because I need to upgrade my site. But <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. It'll be, you know. Okay, this will come out tomorrow, so they'll be able to get it. Yeah, look out for that. But the story's not coming out tomorrow, but that's the site that it will be on when it comes out. Okay. Thank and you for we'll your interest. And we'll post it this on social media when it comes you. out. Yeah, we I appreciate show. your interest. Thank you. It means the world. <laughs> oh, they're going to love it. Okay, All so right. you're dropping you're dropping some fire okay. on Valentine's Day. Listen, I have to. I have to. But <laughs> beyond that... I'm actually really excited about this. Me too. I don't have a Valentine, if that's the true question. And I used to judge myself. I used to be like, yo, what's up with you? Why are you single? You don't have... Like, is there something wrong? But then I had to realize that maybe everything is right and maybe i don't need that distraction in my life at the moment maybe mm-hmm. i just need to focus your and work fixate. is your valentine exactly mm-hmm. precisely yeah. i couldn't have said it any better so that's what we doing yeah i'm gonna spend all valentine's day cultivating positive talk mm-hmm. yeah listening to part one of a two-part podcast lemon pepper wet we really appreciate your ears and your attention